So we are live with another episode of Slender You Fresh Off the Playoffs. Um, I'm not here to take a victory lap because that is not in my nature and I would never do that. But TCU won, just like I told you. Um <laughs> Teach, I don't know where you want to start because there's so much that happened. But um Hey, before we get started, I want to give Block credit right now for for being like getting his like his IT stuff all taken care of, and it is nine ten right now. Yo, we're late because we are chit chatting. We like, we've been ready. We are we are twenty minutes early right now. Like y'all, like normally right around now, Blah's like, oh shit, I gotta turn off these LEDs because my <laughs> Wi-Fi is messing up. Let me go get my let me go get the third set of headphones. Do I have my fourth set of beats? Can y'all tell I'm in a this. totally so, new totally section of the right? office? There's I'm ten, less less screen. Screen. Fine. <laughs> ten less screens behind you. <laughs> we got LED you got not fluorescent going. shit it, it, in there. You all right? It's, it's a, it's, it's a new a normal, day, man. Got a normal ceiling fan and some lights going. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, are you a? Is this a hostage situation right now? Like, do you need to be holding up today's newspaper to let us know that you're safe? I, I can there? tell you this: man. there is TCU. like TCU there's active tornado. There's active tornado warnings. Like it is out oh, crazy wow. outside. So for some reason, if I just drop out, you know, that's what happened. Well, I'm glad you're hosting this then. I'm glad you're kind of. I mean, we're just, we're <laughs> I'm still coming off a high of. We actually got two good playoff games. That's that. I feel like that wasn't even a possibility before. We got I'm two ever. legitimately fun games for once in it. Surprisingly, it's really games. because Oklahoma is in the dirt. And so, because Oklahoma is not in the playoffs, just taking up a spot and getting the shit beat out of them, it's nice to have some actually competitive games. And I, I was yeah. appreciative of it. A battle tested Big 12 team. That's crazy. Hey, but can we really say. <laughs> Can we really say that Oklahoma's in the dirt right now? Because those boys are happy as hell based That's on the way the nasty, Lincoln dude. went that, down. This is like the season day. finale of their like, That is like the highlight of their year. Literally, right their Super Bowl was another team and their former coach losing, losing another game. But we'll get to that game. But let's start with Michigan. Blah was right. Uh, TCU did beat Michigan. Uh, TCU or Michigan threw two pick sixes in this game, which was super nasty. They made a ton of mistakes on offense in the first half. A ton. They, they, like the yardage was pretty equal, so you could tell. You know, they, they would, they were making drives. They just couldn't finish them. They would throw a couple of picks. They had a touchdown called back, which was extremely unfortunate because it was actually a touchdown. The refs kind of fucked that one over, but they still had a lot of chances to win this game. But their defense looked like shit. You know where their they lost that game? Was awful. They lost that game when they had what was it the interception? They came down to the red zone, fourth and one, and I literally tweeted right before this. I said, yeah. "Hey, just run the ball. Don't be cute." Yep. And literally, as soon as I hit sin, I was like, "Oh fuck, you got cute!" And literally, that changed the whole momentum of that game. It was such two a stupid sixes, decision to do that. Two turnovers within the five yard line and a bunch of stinky ass offense in between. They stink. Michigan, you're in the dirt. Jim Harbaugh <laughs> immediately said, I'm going to go the Matt Rule way and go get the Panthers to pay me a billion Panthers dollars. Care. Good for him. It is nasty that Harbaugh has done this two off-seasons in a row, days hey, after the, he gets wait. beaten in the playoffs. There are rumors out there that he's going to the NFL. Wait. That is so nasty. He's milkstake Matt Rule. But you got to think that – but like there's a there's a weird vibe though between between uh, uh between Harbaugh and Michigan because after 2020 they asked him to take didn't they ask yeah, him to take a and then he went to the playoffs something like that like they renegotiated his contract and stuff and then he gets two playoff years in a row and to my knowledge they haven't re renegotiated his contract yeah. to give him that money 
And so like it's a we it's a weird vibe right now. Like you would think that they're like, hey, we made the playoffs twice. We're good. We've beaten Ohio State twice. Everything is fine. Security but, like, to be, I imagine yeah. both sides yeah. getting a little antsy yeah. right about now. How nasty the Big Ten is. The best they have to offer is Michigan and Ohio State every year, and things have to go perfectly for them to even have a shot at a natty. They fucking stink. <laughs> that conference is in the dirt. Good thing they're getting UCLA and fucking USC. Surely that conference is going to be better and more competitive at the top now. <laughs> Will it? We have not lied a single time. What did we say? What did we say about Michigan, Ohio State? We said that it was mm-hmm. two unremarkable teams, and that's exactly and that, Matt, Matt Rowland might win the Big Ten in Nebraska. He's like a Nebraska winning <laughs> ass coach. Yeah. What did I say? I said it like ten weeks ago. The end game yeah. for Matt Rule is winning nine games at Nebraska, and that might be enough most years. Probably will. They'll treat him like a hero. He wins nine mm-hmm. games at Nebraska anytime. And super, super <laughs> Saiyan Matt Campbell if he wins nine games over there. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I really want to talk about TCU. I had a, a homeboy at the game who happens to be an Ohio State fan, but he was at the game with his Michigan friends. He texted me in the middle of the game, and he was like, does TCU have more athletes than, like, say, a Texas? And I said, no. He said, I've never seen – he said it's, it's rare that he watches a lot of college football. He was like, TCU looks twice as fast as Michigan. Like, uh, at every skill spot, they look twice as fast. And it was clear from the beginning. And I saw the same thing. You know, Michigan talked a lot of shit coming in about how they were going to play smash mouth football, and I think they there was a quote that said it's going to be what they say a smash fest or some shit like that. It's going to turn into a smash fest. It was the bang bus form, is what it was. (laughs) They stink. They They are smash. They 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 could not keep up. Like it was the way that they just dominated Ohio State in the second half. That version of Michigan never showed up. Like they just they were slow. TCU was faster, and they had nothing for Johnson. Like, they had nothing for Johnson on that back end. But go look at their roster. They played too many white kids all year. Yeah, so I was going to say. They played way too many white school players. If you go look at their roster, it's full of guys from Michigan. My internet went out. It's probably the best. Missouri. I'm looking at Michigan kids. New Jersey. I'm sorry. I'm sure they have outliers. But if you bring most of those kids elite programs and they play any team in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Texas, yep. anywhere through there, they're getting their ass kicked. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm 100% sure that our yeah. 3A schools here would beat the shit out of any 6A or whatever school they have there. It's just a different brand of football. It's a different type of athlete. It's a different type of system. But And TCU is like juniors and seniors. Yeah, they're in a spot, aren't yeah. they? They're, they're old. That always helps. You know, so I think that that you know that that's that says a lot too. Plus, Quentin Johnson's gonna make everybody look bad. That dude and is like, just good at like football. like you've always just said. Dude, football, to be you know? Like dudes, dudes have to like you know, and and blah. Yeah. You said it too. A lot of people are supposed <laughs> to be at Texas, but like you have to learn how to win, right? And so like in those kind of games, and so TCU for all the shit we've yeah. given them with all these close games, like they've learned how to win. Like and I mean they've mm-hmm. had five or six one score games, and then you go into yeah. the postseason. It's another close game. You know, you you lose that one, but you still are hard. You know, you're battle tested. Like whereas Michigan, man, like aside from Illinois in a bullshit game a few you know, several weeks ago, like ain't nobody really checking them. And so TCU, are you comes telling me that there. Michigan wasn't tested when they were uh, tied at halftime with Rutgers? Is that what you're telling me right now? <laughs> but it was halftime, and then then what happened? That's, I mean, that's, what, that's, but that's a point. Like they're used to just running everybody off the field in the second half because they're bigger, faster, stronger. And TCU, who was battle tested, comes in there with some physicality and hit them in the mouth, and they, they really mm-hmm. didn't have much of an answer for it. Well, and that's going to be scared, the blueprint. Man. Like, if, if a know, non-blue to... blood is going to win a championship, like, that's the blueprint, right? Yeah. You're going to have these four or five stars trading positions yeah. every every year. 
a team like TCU with an old-ass quarterback who may not be the strongest kid in the world or the best quarterback in the world, like, they're gonna, they're just gonna be older than you and and smarter than you, and like you know, not to bring up Baylor like I always do, but like we don't lose that game to them unless they prepare like to win every every practice, right? They had twelve sec, they had twelve seconds to get a yep. field goal off, and they did. So this is this is kind of the blueprint. Yep. So Cal fired Sonny Dykes. Cal was like, we don't need you, Sonny Dykes. We don't want you here. Uh, that is a, a very very nasty. And maybe Dykes doesn't build so, this in Cal because obviously. He's got so many Texas ties, but it just looks awful that a team like Cal, who has been a complete nothing burger since Dykes left, is like fires a coach, and a couple years later, that guy's playing for a national championship. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the key question here is like TCU's doing a really good job right now of like of of capitalizing on the obvious fucking momentum that they have. Like they're you know they're 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 killing it in the portal. They're doing pretty well in recruiting right now too. They're, they're killing it right now. I think the the curious thing for me is see is what, whether uh, like is this replicable? You know, is this because because in a lot of ways this team reminds me a lot of that that 2012 Johnny Manziel, a better version of that 2012 Johnny Manziel led A and M football team that like the year before you had a bunch of dudes who were upperclassmen that had a bad taste in their mouth about how mm-hmm. the year before ended and they're pissed off. And like, they come in here and, you know, I hate to be all cliche, but they're grinding harder. You know, they're in practice, like, you know, going full out because they, they want to win, you know, and they're set up to win close games because they're, they're older and they're pissed off that they played shitty the year before. And they're, you know, I, I wonder if this is one of those like magic in a bottle, but at the same time, this is, I mean, TCU's had like what four top 10 finishes. And in the that's the point I was going to get to. I feel like that's more than one of those. Like, I this feel is like kind TCU, of what they and do, I hate man. saying this, but TCU has been discredited. Like, if you take their same resume and put it on any team in the SEC or whoever else, we're treating them like they're some powerhouse or some blue blood. And I feel like, you know, TCU has won on a big level before this. They won the Rose Bowl that, you know, everybody remembers. They remember the Fiesta Bowl. Those were back-to-back where they where they lost a Fiesta, but they made that appearance. And it's fine. Yeah. They went there after that. They've been in several big bowls, and it's just kind of like I think it's a testament, testament to the Big Twelve that nobody else is good except Baylor. It's crazy. It's, we're we're it, absolutely you know, not doing. Not that. everyone can be Baylor. <laughs> well, and like you know, I uh, I really I'm not planning on bringing up. Maybe Baylor that's why they're not getting as much credit because they still haven't won the conference. It's right. been what seventy years since they won a conference. Baylor and right. TCU's been running shit. So what do you want us to say? We have. We got half the Big Twelve rings in the last decade. It's crazy. Uh, but that's the weird thing though about TCU is you look at their years. Like they joined the Big Twelve in twenty thirteen. Okay, they went four and eight, twelve and one, eleven and two, six and seven, eleven and three, then seven and six, five and seven, six and four, five and seven, then thirteen and one. What's like ridiculous. they're either like. Like, they don't twelve and one. Like I, I need to teach them something about going eight and five. Like, they, they they need a couple eight and five. The way y'all are talking there, about you know, like, the way y'all yeah, are talking about TCU is is basically how everybody always looks at Auburn. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> Baylor. I thought you, for sure. I, I thought mean, you were throwing that too far from the truth. The, the, this the, is the, the nastiest podcast of all time. Like String was talking about twenty twelve a m Auburn was in the absolute mud in twenty twelve. Yep. Went three and nine. Went to the Natty the next year. So in twenty thirteen was of that mold for sure. Yep. And I think it is. They're they're good and consistently good, and they're but they're like they do have a more variability of the ceiling and the floor. For sure. I remember there were a lot of people uh, in the TCU fan base, for sure, 
that did not want Patterson like replaced. They they yeah. they didn't like that they were moving on from him, and they all look like geniuses because now you're in a national championship. You're in a national championship faster than the Texas A and M's, the Oklahoma's, the Texas's. All these people that you're routinely recruiting against and, and uh, competing against, they're in the natty before all those teams, and they're in the playoffs before all those teams except for Oklahoma. But Oklahoma's never actually won a playoff game. So it's obviously a super huge deal, and it would be a nice, heartwarming story if I didn't fucking hate CCU and everything that they stood for. Right. Uh, I think it would be cool, but I hate it, and I don't like the fact that another team in our in our pond – is playing for a natty, and I hope they lose the natty by about 97 points. So I don't care. Feel, I'm going to be the exact opposite of this. I mean, I still don't see TCU as a threat for recruiting and stuff like that. Like, it's always going to be – they will always be TCU. I mean, no you matter – They always have You're right. They're the Texas the, version of Ole Miss. Seriously. They really are, though. Like, you know, kids are going to be like, oh, they won a the national championship, but who's going to fucking go there, honestly? They're, they're the same kids that we're getting, we're always going to get. I'm not worried about that. I think it. Yeah, I mean, it's not as if they're going to get a guy like Quentin. Yeah, we got, to go. who cares? Yeah. We got we got <laughs> cooking worthy. We don't need those. But it's just kind of like <laughs> ain't got worthy hey, for too hey, much that's longer. For another segment of the podcast. But like, I think it's cool, <laughs> and I think it goes back to what we said that there's going to be so much more to the portal, and there's going to be so much more to the continuity of a team and having that old veteran right. team. Yeah, like I was talking with a Michigan fan right before this, we were playing um video games and we I was telling them I was like the three three five presented every problem that I thought it would. The offensive line struggled to get to the second level. They weren't able to keep up with the speed of the blitzes and things like that. And for JJ, JJ looked great. We talked shit about JJ in the earlier I think it was a space. It was like who the fuck is JJ? JJ looked great, but JJ was confused as hell seeing all of those people sitting back in the secondary, yeah. sitting yeah, in he, zone. He threw two pick sixes because he like he had never seen a three three five there. Yeah, and y'all give me shit talking about how a young quarterback struggles to adjust to that type of stuff, but that's something that he hasn't seen all year, and now well, you've got these indoors, guys sitting back there. Was there. No, there was no wind at all. So that's even worse. Like he played this <laughs> naturally. So I mean, imagine what people could do in that environment if they had the same chance, but. Neither here nor there. Um, but it's it's hard to read that. And when you don't see that defense all the time, you're literally a second guess is an interception at this yeah. level and at this time. And I think that's what we saw a lot of. And they made yeah. some adjustments later in the game. But by then, it was too damn late, even though this yeah. was the most chaotic game humanly possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, to make, a, yeah. to make a basketball comp, I mean, it's kind of why Syracuse gives people hell in the tournament. You just don't see it all year. And then you come in there and they're mm-hmm. running that fucking – two, three matchup zone shit that nobody does that Bayheim mm-hmm. is just mastered with his guys, and it, it can present a lot of problems when the matchup is right. Yeah. That I think we should. Syracuse in the dirt now. We don't even talk about Syracuse basketball anymore. They're in the fucking dirt. Yeah, they're shit. in the dirt. Right, can I say one thing before uh, we go to the next game or wherever we're going? TCU. Oh, yeah. well, go before you. Evan I can, go, I'll go after. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I really do think we should continue giving TCU all these flowers. I think they earned them all. I think they kind of won me over in a real way this year. I also think it's worth mentioning – we're not talking about this at all if Jim Harbaugh doesn't coach one of the worst games he's coached in his entire life. I mean, Michigan <laughs> Michigan shit their pants in, in one of the biggest ways I've ever seen a team do it in the in the playoffs. Two turnovers in the five-yard line for no damn reason. Two pick That's sixes. Nasty. And they let fucking Max Duggan cook on him, which, hey, we'll give him flowers as well. But you can't let him sauce on you in the way that he did in this game and, and get away with we it can't. because he's kind of good. You can't. 
Our, the final score here was 51 to 45, by the way. We should talk Crazy. about how high scoring these playoffs games were. But, blah, you got one. Go ahead. That third quarter was insane. Yeah, I know. I literally text y'all. I was like, hey, I got to eat gas. And y'all were like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. And I was like, can somebody please tell me what's going on? Like, I don't need need y'all saying random shit. What is happening? But I think I said it a long time ago. Georgia's worst matchup is TCU. TCU is not winning this game, but I guarantee you that is an absolute nightmare. And if you have to get Stetson, State Farm, you know, Kellen Williams, Reality, Realty, out there to win you a game, it's not going to happen. I guarantee you. I, he can just can did we it. say that, though? Like, Stetson Bennett's won them a few games, man. Like, he actually might be good at winning State. Remember, this is Ohio State. Now, this is Big Ten football. Didn't he throw for 400, though? Listen, yeah, he had 190 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That game that's flips. I'll that, stay nasty for that. 190 in the fourth quarter. Okay, wasn't seventy? Wasn't seventy of it on a busted coverage? One of it was. Hey, that's not his fault. Yeah, he hit it though. But uh, listen, everybody could have hit that except for Quinn in the win. He threw for thirty eight hundred <laughs> yards and twenty three touchdowns this year. I mean, that's not nothing. Heisman I mean, finals, he, he, he's, he's had a that good year, man. Like, stop. the dude is actually he's good at football. Like, you know, I, I I get that the guy's going to be, you know, he's going to have, a, like, a, a, a ton of, like, really, really get nice late-based dealerships <laughs> in the Georgia area, you know, providing, like, Georgia student-athletes the best challengers and chargers they could possibly want for free of charge. But, like... Like the dude's good at football. He's a good. The Atlanta Intramural League is going to light him up for a decade. His LinkedIn page is going to be the greatest LinkedIn page I think we ever see in our lives. That's facts. He's going to literally have the greatest resume of all time. Uh, That's a good transition over to the uh, other final. We had Ohio State and Georgia. Uh, Georgia won this game, but it was a lot closer than people thought. Uh, Georgia won. Kind of in the last second, 42-41 in a crazy no, game. No, that's not where Georgia won. I won't say this the same way I said the other TCU game where it changed. It changed where they killed Marvin Harrison in the end zone. That's, yeah. that's where this game That's flipped. true. That's true. Yeah. They yeah. had no answer for Marvin Harrison, bro. They Absolutely. had no answer for Marvin Harrison at all. He was cooking. And, and when Thurm was on the podcast, you know, he's a, if you didn't hear the episode, uh, my law school uh, roommate, uh, Andrew, was at the game, and he said on the podcast, Georgia he said, fan. Georgia they're going to throw – yeah, he's a Georgia fan. He said, they're going to throw at Ringo because, A, Marvin Harrison Smith is on top of uh, – Marvin, uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is unstoppable. And, B, Ringo, while very talented, cheats a lot. And, he gets and he's going to cheat. Mm. And he was getting smoked out there, brother. Ringo, he was in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, and – and Ryan Day had Kirby, and you never see this. Like, nobody ever has Kirby smart in hell when it comes to just a game plan and, like, chess match of football. But, like, Ryan Day had him on his heels for 59 and a half minutes and then just He stopped. was super aggressive, like super aggressive. Yeah. And, and he, he just like, was cooking him. He had, he had Kirby on skates, and then they just they just sat on it and squandered it away. It's crazy. I, I, I have a potential fraud alert. The potential Uh-oh. number one pick in the draft is on that Georgia defense. I don't think I heard that kid's name one time. Except, I, well, literally they kept, one They time. kept talking about him, but they was like, oh, he's gas and he ain't giving no effort. <laughs> I feel like he was catching a hell of double teams, though. I felt he like was, the times yeah. I did watch him, they were double teaming the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, he was getting bodies on him nonstop. But, yeah, it was yeah. like every time they say his name, it's like, well, Jalen Carter hadn't done much, but here he is. He's, he's gas, hands on his knees. I was can, not can impressed. Can we give Kirby Crowd his... Went, go ahead. 
Can we give Kirby his flowers for that timeout right before the fake oh, yeah. punt? Man, right before the, the fake yo, punt. That was genius. Yo, that, saved, that saved their season. Yo, so did y'all – did y'all see? I don't know if y'all, you know, Stats yeah. of War, who we had on the pod the other day, a TCU fan Parker. Like, he was counting out there and he was like, I'm pretty sure there were 12 men on the field for that punt. And so, like, he, if you go through his tweets, he's wondering now whether Kirby called the timeout when it would have wow. been a penalty yeah. anyway. Either but way. Either way, yeah, either way, he got the timeout. Man, it was man. perfect. Lord time knows, to get all Sark that and stuff. Jimbo yeah, would have been a... deep in some play sheet, not paying a fucking attention. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, no, we, no, we, the, uh, yeah, no, we would have noticed like four plays later that there was a fake punt against Stroud us. went twenty three of thirty four for four touchdowns. He was cooking in three three forty eight. That's the best game. That's the best I've cooking. ever seen him. Like he, well, he's incredible, and he's he had some scrambled. great games, but that's the best I've ever seen him. Yeah, he, I've never seen him run game. like that before. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like who was it calling the game? Was it Kirk Herbstreit? Chris Fowler and Kirk. Yeah, Fowler. Yeah, he he made yeah. something that I kind of felt like was kind of racist, but it wasn't racist. <laughs> he was like. We know he's athletic, and I was like, "All right, now what do you mean?" <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> down. <laughs> but he's like, "We never see him run." I know exactly yeah, what play you're talking it about. It sounded a lot that. like, "See, I told you so." I told you. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of nasty. But it was, it was, it was. I can't remember what the play was at the end of the game, but Stroud's been killing him all game long. And like, what what was the play that Ohio State needed one more conversion, and they basically took it out of Stroud's hands? What can somebody run down that play? I can't quite remember what it I was. I don't remember. That was some big brain shit. Well, that well, I, I, I they knew took off on the well, long run, and that you know that get that first down that when they got, basically got them into field goal range, and that was like that's going to be it. Like you you just you know run a few plays and get a few more chunk yards, and like that's that's it. And then they just didn't. They just did it. Yeah. Man, that sucks to be that I knew kicker, for dude. a fact he was missing that kick. When they said it's from 50 yards. Like, I and said, it wasn't oh, just like, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just a miss either. It wasn't like, oh, man, like had he, he tweaked the, the ankle of his foot a little bit. It would have like, no, man, like he, like that dude, like chugged. That, that kick had taken literally at midnight that, Easter. That, right at midnight. It was midnight yeah. Easter when they came in. Right at midnight. Yeah. Well, you can't imagine he had taken any high-pressure kicks all season. I mean, they were winning by 50 or getting their doors blown yeah. out by Michigan. Yeah. So that's probably the first <laughs> kick he took all year. <laughs> that was a, a very, very, very nasty kick. Uh, we should talk a bit about the Georgia defense. Is this just a matchup problem? or Because if Georgia's going to give up 40, 41 points to Ohio State, TCU could put up a lot of points on them. I mean, well, no, I, so, I think they could give them some similar problems. I don't know, last man. Pod, Ohio State's got last some pod, When we were talking about this, I mean, what did I say? I said Ohio State's going to come out and try to do exactly what Bama did in that SEC championship game. And they, mm-hmm, they did. Mm-hmm. They did. They came out and did the exact same thing. Lit them up. Stroud looked great. The, the routes and combinations were great. Imagine that the receivers go down and then Georgia Georgia catches a break just like they did against Bama. So that was that was kind of crazy. But yeah, no TCU as much as they rely on the big plays and stuff. I mean, they're going to definitely try to hit some of that same stuff. So it'll it'll be interesting. I don't know if you can get that out of somebody twice in back to back weeks though. That's what's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And I think the somebody, game plan has to be exactly what TCU did to Michigan. Get them out the game plan. This is another physical team that likes to set the tone mm-hmm. with it. No, I'm going to get you in a damn shootout and then get you completely out of what you normally do, hope Stetson makes some you know, mistakes. And for teams like that that are really physical, they rely on their defense having those long – or the offense having those long sustaining drives mm-hmm. so those defensive guys can be can fresh. After it. If yep. you're running them in and off the field, you are creating issues. And we talked about it with Carter, you know, him being out of shape and they talk about how he was gassed. 
But imagine when you're out there with TCU and it's 100 times faster than what you saw against Ohio State. So I think mm-hmm. that's got to be the game plan. But you're right. Replicating that twice is totally different. Yeah, when Stetson got the ball down I guess the six question- points, I said, oh, he's going to go score a touchdown. Yeah. It was it was like I just knew that Stetson yeah. was going to go score there. That's kind of what you he and does. LeBron. He's going to focus. He's going to go score a touchdown. <laughs> I just knew it. Said LA, you know. Hey, yo, yo. So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If we, if if all of us, I feel like all of us are here. Like, yeah, you know, we knew Stetson was going to mm-hmm. go score. Like, if you have that much faith in a quarterback, quarterback. doesn't that mean that that quarterback is good at the game of football? Like, I, I think he's good. But I don't think he's I good, mean, but I do. I had faith in everybody surrounding Stetson Bennett. I had faith in his coaches. I had faith in it being a home crowd environment. I have zero faith in that car salesman. Do not buy the hype. The fact that Ohio State was able to keep this game that close slash lead this game for that long, literally, which was basically a home game for Georgia, scared me a bit. Scared me just a little bit mm-hmm. because Georgia, should they had all the advantages in the game. And props to Ryan Day who I hope, at least in the loss, got some pressure off his back of those fans because he all he did, he, he lost one half of football. He lost he one didn't. half of football. No, he, he lost, lost 30 he seconds He's of already, football. He, yeah, lost he was up 14 points yeah. going into the fourth the quarter. He was up two touchdowns. I don't know what else you want out of the. He already said, like he's already said that he's giving up play calling right now. So he, I, I think the pressure is one. He give up play calling after like, this game. I think the pressure. He scored absolute. forty Why? on Georgia. Fuck yeah, he said it. he announced that he's the officially giving it up. The best offensive game that we've seen him. Is Jimbo so going to coach too? That's the most intense. I was very impressed with the play calling in this game. I, I was, was too. I, I, I thought he was good. That was great. But, but then that's, apparently, that's how they get you. That's how but they I also get think you. They that, get that one game plan for a month. That's the Jimbo. That's right. Jimbo. Exactly. And Sark against Texas. Hey, I next saw thing that, you I was like, know, Jimbo against Bama. It's like, yes. oh, shit, we look, we look good. Playing it for I mean, four weeks. Next thing you know, you're six years from now going, why the fuck's Ryan Day still calling plays? <laughs> no, but I mean, but there is something to be said, though. We've talked about it all year long. There is something to be said for whether you can do both, whether you can actually be a good head coach while managing the down to di- down and distance everyday minutia of Colin. Strain got a bongo draw. You can. I think it's just too I much for Sark one person to handle. Bro. I know that. You know? No, I mean, I just don't understand. Look is at there the, a coach right no, now out the there that can do both? Okay, let's run through that. Look at the coaches that are head coach play callers in their bowl games and how did they go? I know a Sorry, head coach that. who called defensive plays, and oh, he got his ass Lane, in the Lincoln mud. Lincoln Riley in the mud. Lincoln Riley in the mud. Lane, but Lane doesn't call yeah, plays anymore, count, though. He gave those up a while ago, so he could do all his like analytic shit and like calling like going for it on fourth and seven on his ten yards. I still, I still count it for him, dummy. You should analyze how to like keep a lead. I have a stat for y'all. I guess we can go to the OU USC game. Lincoln Riley has lost six games when holding a lead of uh, at least 14 points since becoming a head coach in 2017, the most in the FB in, in Power 5, and that's I have that y'all, I have a question. Do we need to Go apologize ahead. to Oklahoma fans? Uh, no, we don't. Fuck them. For life, fuck them. <laughs> no, we don't. They lost their ball game. No, no I, way. I know, but All we Lincoln learned, Riley but, really but may was, be that fraud. Be, no, that had know, to be man. vindicating for them to so, say. I don't think so, so because – I'm sure. I'm they had, sure. yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that we can apologize to him because they lied so much Fact. about True. Caleb. Okay. And it still well, doesn't mean that Venables is good. Like again, Venables I still, still a fraud. Yeah. You know that poll question that we put out there. I think. I mean, I think OU is a nine or a ten. Yeah. So USC this year. won the poll, I, but I agree. I think OU is a better team than than USC this year with Caleb on the exact same OU team. 
Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that OU's defense yeah, is just like, as nasty as OUSC's defense, these defenses are equally nasty. But despite the fact that T- Tulane actually won the Big Twelve this year, because I mean we have to give credit where State. credit is due. Not yeah. everyone True. can beat Kansas State. It's Kansas. rough. But losing to Tulane is so nasty. I would cr- losing to Tulane is hundred times worse than Kansas. It's not yeah, worse than that state, it's not but it's way worse than losing. So to I think losing to Kansas is. is worse than losing to Tulane. So definitely, Tulane was so good. Tulane was actually good. It's still Tulane. <laughs> Tulane was good. Um, so, so do you think? Do you, do y'all think like? I mean, I don't think. I mean, it's year one. Lincoln Riley's not on the hot seat because they won nine, ten games or something. But you got to think that like the USC folks are side eyeing him a little bit, being like, I don't, I don't know, man, really because hurt? I think like you, you get Caleb back, too. you get year two. Think about where USC's been, back. though. Yeah, last... right. So it's all relative. <laughs> but the thing is, with yeah. the, I think you can watch that game through the lens of like Lincoln didn't fuck that game though. No, you know no I mean? he didn't. Like the he offense had the ball for one rep after it was forty-five to thirty. So no, that's crazy. he hired who hired the defensive coordinator? Yeah. Well, okay. he, yeah, okay. and he brought he him with him too. He brought him with him. He, him, there, him, though, him. he was awful at Oklahoma, and he brought him with him. You're right. Yeah, you no, Grinch has some type of dirt on Riley. Like he's got the Riley P tapes. Grinch stole Christmas <laughs> and some paychecks. Like, that's you, nasty. <laughs> Because you know USC, you know USC would have like let give him as much money as he wanted to to hire whoever well, he wanted right. at defensive no, coordinator. But, but, but he but brought the thing his boy is, with They him. had the whole extra possession at the end that they should have never even had if the player don't fuck up there on the one yard line. So mm-hmm. yep. and then they go with the you know they have to do the safe play, they have to give up the safety, then they get the ball right back, and it's just a nightmare mm-hmm. scenario. It was like the most Murphy's Law shit, where like just anything that could go wrong mm-hmm. was going to go wrong for like four minutes straight. Like it was insane. 45 to 30 with four and a half minutes left, and they lose the game. And touched the ball for one play. And had the ball for one play. (laughs) Well, and this is like like the crux of that power spread offense. Even going back to Baylor a decade ago, you know, you you can score at will, but when you can't, you're only giving up 18 seconds a clock every time you get the ball if you can't get shit going. And you have a finite amount of time on the practice field, and it's not going to the defense. So when they're playing 90 snaps a game, shit's going to fall apart at the end. Yep. The, yeah. I think if the, you're if you're gonna want all the yeah, good and, shit that comes along with a coach like Lincoln Riley, like uh-oh. this this is how you lose games. You're not gonna lose fucking like knockdown dragouts. You're gonna shit your pants and your defense is gonna like fall apart at the end. That's that's just how it works. But he has to get an elite league. DC. Like he needs to go. Why go. did he bring Grinch with him? Grinch was awful. Grinch at has like, some type of dirt on his man. Good. He found Riley's burner phone or something, but he has something <laughs> on this man because there's no way. He could sit in the same office with that man and watch the same defense and say, hey, let me bring this guy to USC with me. The look on Caleb's face, this is the third game. And we'll, I guess we can give uh, one of the games, the, the second Utah game, Caleb got hurt, and that game was officially over at he that point. He still almost won. This is the third time that Caleb has been pegging his defense. Please just don't lose the game A for us. And that defense is just like, no, we're not giving you any fucking stops, Heisman. Go, go win the game yourself. <laughs> Let him play both ways. We lost Pablo. Honestly, that wouldn't have been too bad. Like, you can't like, be the worst of them they had out there know? tackling. Mm-hmm. USC. Can't be it. Can't be. Because, gosh, that tackling Awful. is just terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 Caleb transfer like, again? I'm watching like highlights of it. Like, it's talking. just terrible. That's what I was going to say. We need to, Caleb to hit the transfer portal. What is the ideal location for Caleb he should go to, go. to Bama. They don't we have should go to Bama. We should start that rumor. Caleb is I know going another to Bama. former conference champion That's that just somebody just put... And uh, he's never won in Waco. Maybe he should restore the feeling. 
You just got your superstar quarterback. You got Alan Bowman, brother. I haven't Alan seen Bowman. that anywhere but our group chat. Did we really get him? <laughs> yes, Wasn't the whole did. story around him that he was playing with a collapsed lung for a season or some shit? Right? He like hey, so. Oklahoma just brought in a guy that had a refurbished upper body, yeah, and that worked like out that. well for them. Did it? <laughs> they had a losing no season. Points. <laughs> Hey, it's fine to have a losing season. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You just gotta I don't know where Pablo blood. went, but one one less person to slander Texas uh, <laughs> is, is probably for the best. We should probably go to the Alamo Bowl. Uh, Texas loses to Washington in the Alamo Bowl. And blah, yeah. first of all, I will admit, Quinn is him, bros. I'm sorry. Quinn is him, bros. Quinn was yeah. great. Sark I don't have a great. lot of – Quinn was great. He played I don't well. have a lot of slander well. for that game. Xavier you just know what my been. issue That's is? All. That that game, I think it made me matter about everything else that took place in the season. Yeah, because everything Sarks that we talked about the game for him like the like that the whole season. You can't expect some kid to just be a freshman to come out and throw bombs and just do that type of deal when you know he has a very good short and intermediate arm. And it's just like let somebody get comfortable. It's literally all right. We all work out. You don't just go in there and throw on like the heaviest weight and just go right. That's a uh, go that's route. That's not what I do when I work out. Like you gotta stretch. <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta rotate your arm a Texas little bit. Texas should build you know? a dome. Y'all need to build a dome. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I was very very impressed oh, with the Washington but... offensive coordinator. Texas got no tackles for loss. Yeah, he's zero, solid. because they kept moving the point of attack, and it was impossible to get any real pressure. Like they, um, they just ripped us apart. Like. That quarterback I was very impressed with the way they called the game. Yo, tell me what happened with the Texas run game. Oh my God. Like, Thank what exactly? They lost the best running okay. back in the country. I don't it even think it's that. Stink. It's not I'm even so... that. It's not even that. <laughs> Can I tell interior, you? The interior of our offensive line has been horrendous all year. Like, horrendous. Like, no, I every say loss that, that we have, except for Alabama, every other loss that we have is directly attributed to the fact that the interior of offensive line is bad. Now, they are young. They are babies. I, I understand that. But we could not move. A Pac-12 team, one yard, bro. We could not move them at all. So Washington's pretty good, though. Like y'all played so, great. I thought y'all played really well. But he, so here, here's here's I my concern there with, with with Sark and like. So he, here's my concern there with Sark, and now that you know that the concern that I have is like I don't know how many rushing yards y'all had total, but it was less than a hundred. My concern is that like this this is the. Like well, this is the roadmap for how Sark is probably going to lose some games to Texas moving up in the future. That he's going to give up on the run too quickly, and then he's going to make Quinn throw the ball seventy five times yeah. a game. And Quinn's gonna he's going to have like he's going to complete sixty two percent of those passes and stuff like that. But you're going to lose games where he throws for three hundred and fifty yards, and y'all only works for twenty because Sark is not there sustainable. Are, yeah. like, there are games where it's not sustainable. There are games like, where I, I, it, I think that that's not. fair, and there are games where, but in this game. I was like, because obviously, like I said and on the pod before the game, we need to run the ball and establish the run. But the run game was so bad. And the only thing I will give Sark shit for is that he kept trying to run Keelan, who's like a scat back kind of change of pace guy between the tackles. And that's not his strong suit. And Brooks had eight touches in the game and scored two touchdowns. Like, you probably mm-hmm. should have been giving that guy the ball more. But I, I didn't think he had a choice but to give up on the run. Quinn was the only way that we could move the ball. And our number one wide receiver, I put that in quotes, was smoking the dope out there. Like, what? what is this guy doing All right, out so there? let me give you two things. And, again, we should have ran the ball more. The first thing is my takeaway, and I went back after this game because I couldn't sleep. 
And I went back and watched a lot of Washington highlights and looked at stats. Washington is good as shit. That <laughs> is shit. a sickness. This is after wins. a loss. You went back and watched highlights. Know, this is a sickness right here. You know that Shaq meme? Like, uh, what is it? I'm sorry. I was unfamiliar with your game. I was not that familiar with your game. Right? <laughs> yeah. But the second thing is, like, I think us running the ball, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like know, you man. said, Sark just goes – and if something instantly isn't working, he just jumps the gun 100% with that. Yeah. And, and yep. that is something that I yep. think is going to be a concern. And like you said, I can see this being, okay, but, Quinn is going to progress. I'm 100% fine with that. He showed that. He showed what extra practices and all that look like. look great. But string yep. you're 100% right in the fact that we're going to come out fucking against Bama and try to throw it 90 times at Bama. And oh, you're right. I hope not. It's going to lead to us so absolutely yep. losing the game. 100%. Yeah. Texas well, had – 51 rushing yards and in the like, game, 51. Well, I think that 51 hurts yeah. a lot less if Xavier I mean, catches those balls and Quinn's, what, he's 33 for 46 with 500 yards. And that's yards my other take. Touchdowns, you know? I, I remember that. I do want to say I gave Worthy a hard time. He had a great game. When I went back and watched all his catches and all his mm-hmm. plays, he had those yeah. drops, but otherwise we did the same thing with him. And I said this early in the year. <laughs> he got seven Stop passes. Stop having him go deep balls. He's a great yeah. route runner. Let him run short routes. You can't cover yeah. him. And it but like this is the, this is the thing like that like Stark's got it in his head. Yeah. This is how yep. we're gonna yep. win games. This yep. is how we're gonna get stuff done. And he is not demonstrating yeah. an ability to change. Who the hell does that sound like? My my, my people on this podcast. <laughs> Who does that sound like? Man. Let me bring you into my therapy session right here about a head coach being stubborn about the way that they go about winning games and then not doing the right shit in order to win actual f- games. But here's the other thing. I want to say. I want to say one more thing about this. Like. Y'all were confident about this game because Vegas had you as like a three and a half point favorite. That's I'm tired of Vegas. Vegas that is insane. Y'all three and a half point favorite. Like what? Like they've been lying to y'all all season long, and y'all been eating this Vegas shit up Texas. all year long. Like Washington was a good team. Like that, yeah. The, the advanced stats and the advanced analytics and all that other shit that Blob puts together in his you know, on his spreadsheet in that basement that he's in right now. Like that's great and all. But, like, Vegas been lying to y'all all year long. Listener, man. Like, if you hear this, can you, you know, do me a favor and find out the top 10 worst teams against the spread in the last decade? I have a theory that I want to see some data on. I bet you Texas is on there. I guarantee Texas got to be top there. five. God, I guarantee be. we on there. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they've hit the, they haven't hit the, 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 the over under on wins in a long time. Can I make the greatest reach ever and that y'all are going to love it because y'all hate Texas? Okay. Sorry. Oh, God. It's so stubborn, and he personifies that when the man is touching him and he's ready to fight him. And that, oh that goes God. back to my point of I hated the that. fact – I, I don't care about it, honestly. I'm going to be real. Everybody made a big deal about it. Brother, if you touch me on my TV a couple of times – You're going to be mad? You're going to be mad? Listen, all right. He, the first time he was like, kind of stay back. If you ain't taking it forward, I'm going to be mad. The thing is, like, somebody was like, look, somebody was like, look at <laughs> Harbaugh trees. The, the man with Harbaugh put up one hand and was like, stop. He really did tell Sark to stop it there, kind of like push no. him. It was like, hold on now. No, he caressed yeah, it. It was a little bit much. Put the word out, by the way. Look, I'm back you, up. You can cuss out hey, whoever you want hey. to in ESPN production as long as you go win the game. But when you come out with a goofy uh-huh. hat and then hey, you do that and then you exactly. lose the game, then you're going to catch the slander, bros. It's, it's, it, you have to be aware of exactly. what it looks like. You're on national TV, and you're the coach of one of the biggest programs in the nation. Yeah, yeah. go win the game then. I mean, uh, they would have put. They probably would have. They probably put a put Bevo down had y'all lost that Georgia game <laughs> after he went after the puppy. Like, you, like, 
Like it's all about what it's happens like after the, the game. You can't do that shit. And, and we talked about that game. in the group chat. Like Hulk, just was like Tom Herman when he made fun of the kid. Everybody loved it because we won the game. If we lose yep. the game, it's a whole different narrative because you won the game. I do want to um, say about the worthy yep. thing. Uh, go ahead, Evan. I was gonna say I was gonna ask you guys a hypothetical. If Nayer doesn't get hurt this year, how many games do you guys think you win? How many more games? Because I think I think if Nayer's there, one, and if worthy. And Worthy can be a route runner over the more. middle, and Nayer's the deep ball. I think you guys may win eleven. Games. Get in straight. I think you I'll may say win eleven. One. I, I mean, I'm I think it's just. Nine I think it's fewer carries for Bijan. Let me tell you how that goes. Like, <laughs> man, I know, really like, think might if, never run the ball. Is Quinn winning you games this year? No, Quinn's not winning y'all games this year. Like, let me tell you, the only thing that I think makes this season better for Texas is if Quinn never get hurts against Alabama and he has more time to develop throughout the year. Otherwise, nothing's a big change for us. I want to say on the worthy thing, everybody is liable to have a bad game, and it's not like he had a particularly horrible game, but everybody has seen, everybody on this podcast has seen Worthy has quite literally been throwing temper tantrums on the field. It's not behind, it's not in the locker room. It's on the field where everybody can see it. You can't live in both places. You can't be throwing a temper tantrum because your QB can't hit you yeah. on deep routes all year and then drop the booty butt naked wide open deep route when he finally mm, hits one. Beautiful you can't do that. And when, but... you, and when you throw a temper tantrum because your teammate's being shitty, you unfortunately, now you're going to be thrown under the bus when you are the one who's fucking up. And it's just a bad look. And hopefully it's a lesson learned for the kid whether or not he stays at Texas. You have to learn that lesson. That's a culture thing at Texas. That's a nasty problem. Yeah. Now. We're not... <laughs> <laughs> it starts at the top. You can't let you get away with that. Why are they? not tucking I mean, his shirt in? You know all that. He's wearing shit. sleeves in that game too. Did you see? You know, like we're just talking three. We're, we're talking years of regression. You know, like it's just. Man, you gotta man wonder is, whether talent can really be developed can we talk there, about man. How good the Pac-12 was set up to be next year. <laughs> Washington is returning. Penix is coming yeah, back. They won eleven league. games. Uh, Oregon, I think, won what ten games, eleven games, and yeah, Bo Nix is back, back for year sixteen. Uh, Oregon won 11 games, yep. and they got a, a, a DJ who, whatever you think of him, is still a very talented player, and they should definitely be a better uh, better quarterback than what they had at Oregon State this year because they basically just ran the ball and beat the shit out of people all year. The Pac-12 yeah. is going to be fun. I'm glad that this is the league that I am assigned to cover, and I don't have to cover the poverty Big Ten uh, like Blah or the poverty ACC like String because – the Pac-12 is going to be fun as shit at the top next year. Well, Plus, all 20 Utah. fans that show up the games, I hope they enjoy <laughs> I mean, it and love it so much. And Utah's him. Yeah, like, see, see like, teach, like you're going to enjoy that shit because you're going to take it seriously. I'm like, yeah, I think the ACC played ball this week. I don't fucking I think know. Rutgers is really great, Tulane, y'all. I promise ACC you. Uh, okay, we should go to uh, – Lane is disgusting, bros. Lane finessed. Those so that nasty. school out of Lane knew that Auburn was interested. He used that to garner an extension from from Ole Miss. He started the season seven and zero and finished eight and five after getting bludgeoned by Joy McGuire in a bowl game. That is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech beat the hell out of hey. I mean, it, it's runs through, love it. It's the same shit, man. Like all of this stuff is cool if you're winning, man. Lane being a troll is cool exactly. if you're winning, but like, I mean, again, in the a game against A and M, like Lane was out there and he was accusing Bryce Anderson didn't tell him, like, of, get up or of faking bitch? injuries. Yeah, he, he called did. Him, call yeah, he called him a bitch. Like you can read his voice, you can read his list and call him. He called him a bitch. But then, like, you literally got Ole Miss guys faking injuries at the same time yeah. against Texas Tech. Ole Miss is and, like, Joey McGuire just has Lane's number. I, I mean, and, and it's just. 
all this stuff Maybe. is just <laughs> it goes back to Baylor. Like all this stuff, like it's cool if you're winning. Yeah, like it's exactly. not cool if you're losing. Disgusting. Eh, don't forget before the o- next season starts. We should talk about OU. OU played Florida State. Blod said that OU was going to lose by about 90 and told you to put your mortgage on it. Uh, the game actually ended up being very close and very fun, but Oklahoma went out sad. They go, they finished 6-7, and seven, and uh, that's 10 wins for Napier. With Basically, his job is on the line coming into this year. Mm-hmm. That's 10 wins for them. And they and they lost not to Napier. Wait, they, did they lose? I was gonna say Napier. Napier. No, 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 no. Napier's at Florida. Not Napier. Oh, sorry, Norvell. 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 His job was on the line. Basically, he gets a ten-win season, and that team has got a nice yep. quarterback. Uh, they got a nice receiver, and they had a yep. pretty good season. Yeah, they recruiting well. They had a pretty good season. Maybe we'll see them on the uptick. But yep. the, it's always scary when you have a coach that everybody wants fired that has a good season because then you're stuck to worry about, like, yeah. was this lightning in a bottle? Were we mm-hmm. just, you know, older and better? Or is this guy actually a good coach and we just gave it enough time to where he could show it to us? And but, uh, that's what it is. Everybody yeah. in college football is so impatient. And, like, you have to give these guys yeah. time, man. There's no other way that you can change. Um, see, and that's why – I think it's a good idea that you guarantee a 10-year deal <laughs> off the rip. What it, off the rip. Time. it really takes it really takes an entire like youth span. You really got to make sure that the players are able to mature <laughs> so and, like and become young that you can meet them you you can meet them as preteens and then you can meet them as 22-year-olds and be like I'm still on the same contract right now. Look at how much you've Crazy. grown. You know like that is it's just good stewardship is what it is. Something we need to prepare uh, ourselves for is before, a true exodus from Oklahoma for these big-ass recruits they just got, all those five stars. Turn that if, shit up. Because if up. you want to be a fucking mid-ass SEC team, go live near a coastline, Bubba. Those casinos aren't all what it, they talk about. <laughs> get out there. Go to Starkville. Go to Gainesville. Get near a coastline if you're going to lose six games in the SEC every year. Oh, He's making points. Hey, speaking of games, speaking of Starkville, uh, uh, Washington just picked up Mississippi State starting running back too. Mm-hmm. So just another yeah, good Dylan player. He was, really he was a good player. Like that's a that's another good pickup by Washington. Yep. Yeah, they just picked him up in the Pac-12 portal. Pac-12 is him. That's my early take for uh, for next year. Pac-12 is going to be him. Uh, but yep. uh, quietly, so you, yeah. before before you get to the next one, I would just like to say I meant to. I wanted to piggyback it off the tail end of the lane conversation. Ole Miss was eight and zero. And the rumors came about him flirting with mm-hmm. Auburn, and they lost five straight in the season. What does that tell you about Auburn? Ended up eight and eight and five, eight and five. That he should have came. Auburn is nasty. Once you get linked to Auburn, <laughs> your life just goes downhill. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, Solid to see. It. That's good that they just went ahead and got Hughes Freeze, whose life was already <laughs> downhill. So like exactly. it just it's going to be this synergy. It's going to be great for Auburn because exactly. like you know nuclear reaction yeah. is about to happen. <laughs> You can't destroy something that nasty already, so it's nice. The, the decay is already in the in the barrel. Uh, then the Rose Bowl, Penn State beat Utah. This game was tied. Uh, Cam Rising got hurt, unfortunately, and Utah didn't have a quarterback, yeah. so it got pretty nasty at the end. And Penn State started uh, Texas beating couldn't down. save you. That's that's eleven wins for uh, Franklin, and he's going to be able to keep that job for life, mm-hmm. uh, even though hey, that's, that's a great Texas season for them. Out. They only lost to Michigan and, and Ohio State. Uh, they didn't play anybody wins. else this year that's worth mentioning. That's true. We, they that's they true. did have Auburn in hell. That's true. They did have Auburn in hell. Man, I'm tired. Okay, first off, I know these games get scheduled years in advance. 
But Auburn's string of luck against, like, you know, when you schedule mm. these games, you want to be, like, a good team, but you want to play them when they're good but not, like, elite. But, like, every year that we fucking play somebody, it's, like, the year that's, like, the best Can year they've had in a long Texas, time. Please. Like, Please schedule <laughs> yeah, Texas. I mean, please. when y'all come to the SEC, you know, just, just keep that in mind because you look back, we had a home-and-home. When did Clemson take off? 15 and 16 with Deshaun mm. Watson. Yep. When we had we played Washington at home, that's the year that um, – I mean, in the neutral site game, that's when they took off, went to the went to the playoff. We played Oregon. They won the Pac-12. And then we played Penn State. They win the fucking Rose Bowl. It's just like every year these non-conference teams were playing, they're like having these ridiculous years for like their own standards. That's crazy. Do you okay. have any okay. uh, really? Do you have any Power yeah. 5 out-of-conference games in the next few years, Pablo? Any yes, any big ones do. to speak yeah, of? We got a nice, nice. Yeah, oh, Cal might get canceled because of the re- realignment. Cal, so we'll I guarantee you, Cal isn't taking off. So, did you guys know Baylor and Auburn play starting in twenty five? But Auburn and Baylor twenty five, mm-hmm. twenty six. Let's all meet up in Waco in twenty five. It'll be great. Bring your BYOB. We just come to Auburn. Yes. <laughs> I'm imagining a world in which, like, somehow or another, through the coaching carousel, like I don't know how we'll it happened, coaches but two both more coaches swap places. Be, be, yeah, yeah and so like Waco. Dave Aranda's, the, Dave Aranda's the coach at Auburn, and somehow Hugh Freeze is the coach at Baylor, and it makes no sense what's like I'll see, I will see <laughs> Hugh Freeze coaching in Waco before I die. Absolutely, I got money on it right now. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I got a, a couple other bowl games. Oregon beat UNC in a really fun shootout. Uh, Mac Brown lost that game. Um, Minnesota beat Cuse, and our good that. friend, our good friend Jay Arnold, is an hey. absolute sicko, and he was drinking mayonnaise at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Well, it was eating it out of a spoon. That's disgusting. And I like mayo, Same. but that's disgusting. Hey, PJ Fleck, that's my PJ that's my Fleck. dark horse for that Michigan job. If Harbaugh ends up going to the I, NFL, I think seen PJ Fleck's name him. thrown on about there. Uh, I've also seen. I can see there being a good flecking. And I've seen uh, – I think the perfect hire at Michigan would have been Fickle, unfortunately, for Michigan. It would have been Mm -hmm. Fickle, but uh, I I think Fleck will be tossed around. I think Kleiman will be tossed around. And uh, they should make make a run at Dykes maybe. But maybe Dykes Mm -hmm. wouldn't leave. But, I mean, I would try. Nah, Dykes ain't going out of Texas. Nah, he ain't going out of Texas. What has done to make an NFL team think, huh, we really want that guy as our head coach? I mean, I don't know. Cliff King's got a job, but still. His brother? He was good. Yeah, he was good. In it, I mean, he was good when, he, when Kaepernick, Kaepernick was dragging his ass to the Super Bowl. That's when he was good. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, Evan, would you mind speaking on the possibility of Iowa oh, State's head coach God. taking that job? What do you think about? The, I mean, would <laughs> Matt Campbell have been a candidate in years past? And how do you feel about his candidacy you right know, now? I know I go into this like rant every time I do it, so I don't want to get too worked up. But what a fucking fumbled bag Matt Campbell has found himself into. Two years ago, he could have written a blank check to himself to go anywhere. Now, he fucking stinks. Well, he's always fucking stunk. But now, Brock Purdy is thriving now that he doesn't have the anchor of Matt Campbell coaching him from under him. And Iowa State fans are still going to tell themselves that he won nine games once. So we're going to give him a lifetime contract. Nasty. He stinks. Get him out of there. I hope Michigan hires him. Oh, my God. That would be outstanding content for me and mine. What if what if Michigan hired Mike Elko, uh, the next Texas A&M coach? They they stole him away. 
You know, I could see it if he had been at Duke for two years and had like yeah. nine wins two years in a row. I can't see him going after one year. I think Elko would fucking kill it at Michigan. I'm an Elko fan. Like, I love that yeah. guy. He is going to be successful wherever he goes. Um, but I think it's I think it's too early for him. I, I think they would hire him, and I think he'd kill it there. I think it's too I think it's too much of a risk for a school like That's Michigan. Fair. I like Elko a lot as well. Uh, I think they go after Bill O'Brien. Love that guy. Quite honest. <laughs> I'm serious. I really think Michigan goes after Bill O'Brien. That would be disgusting. That would Definitely. be so nasty. That. Uh, what else we got for bowl games? We should we should talk a bit about the national championship matchup, but I'll run down a couple. Uh, Clemson's in the mud, bros. Uh, Dabo lost this bowl game. Uh, <laughs> J- that Joe Milton kid from Tennessee has a fucking kid. Hey, man. He, no, he, and he's always had a kid. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah, he's good. He, I want him to move a lot more in the pocket, and it's really jarring to watch him just stand there but my god he was throwing the ball like 70 yards off a three-step drop like it was crazy and like what's what's unfair about it is it doesn't even look mm. like he's stepping into no. that shit he's just like Uncle Rico flinging it. it like that's just all Uncle shoulder you know that's just all shoulder right there you know <laughs> they uh yeah that's it's frustrating when people are good that good at sports to where they don't even have to try and they're just like fucking well, you, we know hookers off. off in the NFL but I think Milton's got another year of eligibility because everybody has another year of eligibility. Oh, now. he played yep. Bill. I think Bill Connolly of it, uh, you know, tweeted about it. But he was like, Milton is, and it was before the game got over. But he was like, Milton is looking good enough where there's going to be such a massive reaction to his performance in this bowl game. He where, might get like, drafted. Tennessee's probably getting like, no, they're probably getting like a lot of like top five votes coming in next season. I can like, see that. He looked in that game. Yep. You know, it, you could see PFF probably putting him on the Heisman list <laughs> just underneath Quinn Ewers. Right under Arch Manning. That's not a bad place to be. Just right. Just It's that slash. It's that either or, you know. Looking like, like a spring game death chart. That's so nasty that they did that. Speaking of speaking of Bama, uh, Bama uh, beat the dog shit out of Kansas State. And first of all, the fact that Bryce played in this game was unfair. Bryce was going mm. crazy on them, and he is him, and I think he should be the number one pick in the draft. I know there are other people who have other opinions, but I just every time draft. I watch him play, I'm so impressed by him because that Bama team is, is does not impress me nearly as much as some of the Bama teams in the past for sure. So I, mm-hmm. I he he beat hey. the dog shit out of Kansas State. Y'all know how Can hard I say it is something to win real quick. So it's not for everyone. I, I just I just briefly want to say we are so excited on this podcast to have Alabama's downfall that we jump at any moment. And those fans are the most annoying, sensitive-ass fans humanly possible. It's crazy. For no reason. And they just tag – all they do is tag each other. They're fucking weirdos. No one's one's even saying anything. They're just saying, look over here. Now, we are starting shit. I'm not even going to say that. We are are absolutely (laughs) trying to put them in the dirt and take any little thing to run with it. But they were like, there was just one random guy that tagged us. He was like, I don't know what this account's about, but all the time they got Alabama in their mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> bad, bad at Bama. Good. That's I what we're here for. It's called slander you. And it kills me. It kills me because anytime, because y'all are constantly shitting on Bama from that account, and everybody always thinks it's me. Naturally, <laughs> it's never you. It is always you. So then I get people. Then I get people just like adding me because they add everybody. You literally signed the tweets, Pablo. We see the data. Yeah. Pablo. We literally had a takeover exactly. during the game. Then people start start adding me though, and it's just like this. It's like oh, my mentions are in hell, and it's like I ain't even send the fucking tweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Deuce Vaughn did have an insane yeah, they'll touchdown. Tag, they'll game, tag though. in like none other. 
I don't know if y'all he saw did. a lot yeah, of that he game, did. but Deuce Brown. He, do you think he's gonna like play for real? Yeah, in the they should have stopped the count. After I know that. a lot he's of little guys get a look. I know a lot of little guys yeah. get a look, yeah, but he's like drafted. a little little guy. Yeah, he will. He's just a he's yeah. just good he's at football. Yeah, like, he's, a he's just a you know like you give him a crease and he's t- he's yeah. gonna take off. There's a spot for him somewhere. He's gonna be annoying as hell when when he's getting six or seven plays. He's gonna play or returns. Against he's your NFL team, it's gonna be annoying as hell. He's gonna break one and be like, "Oh shit!" Now this game is broken open. He's gonna play for the Saints for a decade. You yeah. can already tell. <laughs> uh, miss. Uh, oh, we should say Notre Dame and South Carolina were in a shootout, and uh, Notre Dame won the game. And Freeman gets the nine wins. It was a great game. Spencer Rattler again put up some numbers, but Freeman after that horrible start where he lost the what did he lose to Marshall and yep. Stanford and shit. Nine wins. Yep, Marshall and Stanford. nine wins. Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler, it's it's not good for the entire agenda of uh, handsome coaches not being <laughs> good true. at their job. Yeah. Agenda, to like, be it's not, it's not uh, good for that. Or, you know, it's still Rattler up in the really air. did go bananas the second half of the season. I mean, he went yeah. crazy. He knocked he off did. two top five teams, I think. So my, my hottest take time. is he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> future former future number one overall great. pick. Yeah, he's talented. Oklahoma fans watch two of their quarterbacks, two of their ex-quarterbacks go crazy. Meanwhile, they were losing their bowl game to go 6-7. And they thought that Bozo with the bum arm was going to be an upgrade. (laughs) Isn't that so crazy? I'm going to talk about this season for the rest of my life because Oklahoma got ransacked and said, no, we're we're fine, and then went 6-7. They lied at every facet of the game. You know how ridiculous it is? They lied about everything. Like, we lied about Quinn and maybe some other stuff. You know, mm-hmm. Pablo lied about Auburn. Evan definitely lied about Baylor. Stream lied about covering <laughs> against App State. But Oklahoma lied about. They, lie about they lied Evan. about their quarterback being better, their coach being better. And they're still they playing. actually said they had money. Hard. They said they could recruit. These <laughs> motherfuckers are broke. Coach's ass. Quarterback is ass. It's it's ridiculous the amount of line they did. They should be ashamed with their damn selves. They're, they're about to be stuck in like the 2010s Texas death spiral where you keep these talented coming wait. in, but they gotta play first. They gotta play oh, day no. one, and the the coach is a bozo. He's looking for the soul stone while they're practicing. I mean, they're gonna stink for a stone. decade. Has the, <laughs> has the 2010 Texas death spiral ended yet? Like I, I think, that death hey, spiral hey, came out of a national championship game, so. We gotta keep a we gotta and keep a camera, happened. a camera on Venables mm-hmm. at all times because there ain't no way that man is not doing key bumps. On <laughs> like what you need to do. I mean, you look at how just intense his face and his but, eyes. Like his heart's got to be pounding out of his chest. Like he looks like he's rolling nonstop. We need a static like, cam on Vormir. That dude's hitting cocaine all game. This is this is the interesting thing. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously a lot of pressure on them next year. They should have. I, I think that they should have a better year. But it'll be interesting to see how much of a leash they're gonna give. Him, because they only gave John Blake. I mean, that was the last dude who wasn't successful there back in the late nineties. They only gave John Blake but three years. They're in a nasty position so because they also can't fire a guy going into the SEC. I don't think. Because Gabriel, I'm sure Gabriel. Yeah, no, has you really do have to position yourself. Is, is he coming sure. back? Is Gabriel going to be there next year? Six or Amazon only covers that collarbone so for one year, brother. Still up yeah, they, in the they air. put it on Klarna. They're they're stuck with him for 24 months. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, yo. So, so they can't they can't make a change going to the SEC. But I put it the other way: they can't go into the SEC no, with a shitty head right. coach. Right. 
Right. So, like, I mean, and so I'm looking at John Blake's record. 96, he was 3-8. and eight. 97, they were 4-8. and eight. Okay, he was god awful. So it's a little different. <laughs> god. Yeah, he yeah, was man. pretty shitty, right? He was pretty He was pretty shitty. That's worse but than Brian like, Harson. You know, they, they got to, you know, they got to. It'll be interesting to see what happens after next year. Let's say they go seven and six again, and they're hopping in the Don't SEC. Don't say seven and six again. They went six and seven. Brother, that please like. get it right. Six and seven. Losing. I mean, so, I'm, I'm giving them not, one game, Teach. I'm giving them one that. game. You know. Okay, we'll say y'all go seven and six next year, and then you know we'll see what happens. Hey, hey, you know, it's seven again one game, one game Delta, one game Delta. That's all I'm offering. Year three, honestly. Uh, yeah, I've always said it's better. I, I'm sure you can attest, String. It's always better to be five and seven and not play in a bowl game than lose a bowl game. Hey, Honestly, hey, as far that. as I'm concerned, I'm only I am only recognizing the momentum games is already Connor, there, so it is what it is. Connor Wigman started. I am not. I am not recognizing. I do not. I do not own any game started by one Mr. Haynes King. Yeah. I do not own that. I cannot do that to oh, myself emotionally. A&M I deserve basically bowl Speaking of Haynes King, exactly. Um, I wanted us, and you didn't lose a bowl game, so it's better. Exactly. We won our bowl <laughs> game against the at that time That's top right. five team. Exactly. Um, Haynes King, that got me thinking. Uh, the quarterback for Washington, Penix, has the most bizarre throwing motion I've ever seen. I mean, his his elbow doesn't bend. So it's I've a considered this. I've considered this because it looks it looks awkward to me too. And I'm a <laughs> I'm a southpaw myself, so it's like I'll watch myself. You know, like you know, back playing basketball or football, or whatever. And it just to me it looks weird, even though I am mm. left handed, and it's me doing it. So it's like. Yeah, I wonder how much of that is us perceiving it that way. Because, you know, like the NFL guys, like that video a couple months ago where like all the quarter – because everybody talks about two mm-hmm. is throw motion. But it's like when you make everybody else that you think is normal and you flip it and make it look yeah. like it's left-handed, it like looks so out of whack. So I Can wonder I tell how you how childish I am? And I just have to say this because it's on my soul. But when Pablo was like, I watched myself with my left hand, I was like, whoa, brother. Whoa, pause, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you doing here? But all right, I just had to get that off my soul. Sorry. <laughs> No, I think uh, you're onto something though, because yeah, this is, uh, like ask any person. Not, to not throw me, Pablo or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. It just looks weird when you don't see it a lot. So yeah. it's like when you make, I don't know. I'll try to find some of those videos and see. It's crazy. You got a huddle we can look at. <laughs> it just looks weird when you don't see it a lot. <laughs> see that string wow. is on the same. <laughs> I apologize. It's it's totally hey, when you're Pablo, next time you're when your belly when your belly hangs over a little bit further and you. It's not quite the next time podcast. Before, you go, before you go throw some footballs, lay on your arm for a little bit right before, and it's like a crazy experience. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to give yourself a stranger throwing <laughs> football? It's like somebody. It's like somebody else is doing. Someone else throwing the football. <laughs> this is sicko content, brother. Forty-year-old father. <laughs> this is the worst mess segment ever. This is sicko content. Uh, Brian Kelly got ten wins because they beat the. You get a sicko. They they dropped yeah. sixty three points on Purdue. You knew that was going to happen, though. Like you knew that was going to happen. Purdue had a chance. No, they what got is Purdue game. known for other than Drew Brees? Um, trains. trains. Speaking of trains. Speaking of trains. <laughs> there's a segue. Um, huh? Oh yeah. Speaking of LSU and trains. <laughs> Kayshawn K- Booty really getting it. That's a wild rumor. Man uh, is the man is the caboose hey, in the train. They so, said Kayshawn Booty was Purdue... last in the train and was kissing and romance. The booty of the train. I didn't believe and he it was telling her he Brian loved her too. gave us the kind of non-statement. No, yes. I'm not answering this part. It. He basically confirmed it. They were like, "Yeah, we asked him to leave the team." And they said, "Why?" Yeah. And he was like, "I really can't comment on why we asked him to leave the team." Did not play horny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Consult Amtrak, please. <laughs> that will ask what Purdue learned. Sometimes you run the train and sometimes it gets rain on you. That's just the, hey, way the that's way right. And Purdue and Purdue Purdue has that big ass drum. And what do you do to a drum? You beat you, you bang it. Booty <laughs> <laughs> was banging something else and he didn't get the blow. Biggest drum in the world. <laughs> Uh, Mississippi State got a win for Leach. They beat Illinois. Iowa skunked Kentucky. Kentucky didn't even put up any points in their bowl game. That's nasty as hell. Nasty like the basketball program. Uh, And (laughs) Pitt beat UCLA uh, with a miss. Something field goal in front. Oh, so the announcer in this game, Pitt played UCLA. And uh, the announcer said something about this game was in El Paso. This This bowl game was in El Paso. And an announcer got yeah. fired because he said randomly what? out of the blue with no context, he said, Yeah, and the score is fourteen to ten in front of all these illegal aliens. Oh, I saw that. That's crazy. <laughs> well, this furthers my theory that you can That's tell terrible. by looking at someone if their kids don't talk to them. Like you can tell. Like if you see a fifty to sixty year old man and you think about it hard enough, you can pretty accurately guess if their kids are in their lives in an active way. When Newsmax starts covering sports, that man is getting a job. Why would he say that? Why? He's going to be calling all the baby. There was literally games. no context, oh. bro. Like, it wasn't – it was literally – he's just like, I got to get my balls up. I don't care. That racism care, was bro. bubbling up in his ass when uh, he was watching the and game. He, he had been sitting on that, – that that doesn't just come up. He had been sitting on that. And you know whenever he found out he got the assignment for El Paso, he called all his buddies and was like, hey, listen to this. You believe where they're sending me? Nasty. <laughs> Sending me to El Paso. Nasty. Uh, we should talk a little bit about the national championship game. Obviously, it's going to be TCU and Georgia. That'll be on Monday, so it'll it'll be before the next time we record. So, what are y'all thoughts and what are your predictions for the national championship game before we get out of here? Georgia by Pablo, a billion. Do you have who is this segment sponsored by Pablo? <laughs> Uh, censored. That's right. There's oh, no that's longer right. rocket mortgage. Go hit our good friend censored for all your mortgage needs. Um, but speaking of mortgages, at censored don't horn. pay. Censored horn. You owe us money now, bitch. You. you <laughs> <laughs> um, can I tell you all? Uh, just I'm out here. I'm out here caping for a for a Texas booster. I gotta get something. Uh, can I tell you all a quick censored horn story? It won't take. You gotta touch my titty like it sorry. Won't take long. <laughs> After Texas what Baylor's ass, I met up with Censored and his extended friends and family at a bar, and he clowned me in front of 20 strangers as soon as I walked into the And then he made me buy him a drink. I could I could totally see it. I was never like a trick. We had never like we we hung out in a group once. We had fucking oh, alpha mood. He put me in hell. It was nasty. And I was wearing a green and gold jacket. Oh, it was awful. All right, so I lost y'all money oh, last man, week, and I terrible. deeply apologize. I didn't know Damn Oklahoma. Sure I didn't know Oklahoma was going to try to show up. Fucking losers with a losing season. I'm um, not betting on Georgia this week. Them, they, I bet a whole bunch of money on Georgia covering that spread. Brother, I don't care about what's that. that? Oh, Texas. Wait, look at this. Why Evans. Look, at, look at what's why, happening in Austin right now. Oh. Losing. How do you have oh. a hundred? <laughs> hey, that Scott Drew coaching tree is no joke, brother. What is happening? Kansas State has are we, Texas are we in talk hell right now. basketball on this pod? Do y'all want to? Eventually. Oh, all right. But TCU I mean, is covering this. Take all of your money. Put it on there. What's the line? What's the line? I didn't even look at it. It was 13 and 13, a half last time I saw it. Oh, no. Half, don't touch that. Don't touch 13 and a half. Hold on. Absolutely do not touch 13 and a half. Wait till it's 14 and a half and then put your money on it. 
But you're so good at like betting, except for the advice that you give to others. And when it comes to anything having to do with Texas, like you're just like offhand, like on Twitter, you're just like, oh, this team's totally going to cover. And they totally do. But then like the advice that you give on this podcast, that anything related to your institution, like you're, I'm blinded. you're just ass, I'm blinded dude. By like, it. I'm sorry. It. I try not to. I'm just totally blinded. Wait till that is 14 and a half. Do not touch that line right now. You do not. Georgia's winning this game, but two touchdowns. Mm-mm. I think, yeah, I think Georgia is going to win this game. I don't think that it'll, I think that TCU will keep it within 13 and a half, <laughs> I think. But I, but here's the key matchup for me that I don't necessarily know that Michigan had. I think the key matchup there is Georgia's defensive line against TCU's offensive line vice and vice versa. Um, I think that that's where that's where I think that you know the trenches is where you see the biggest difference between South football and North football essentially, sure. and I think that that's where I think that's where Georgia's gonna Georgia I think TCU will keep it close for a while, but Georgia's yep. gonna just and where Michigan couldn't get to that is, second level because their athletes are super slow and yep. they're used to milking cows and moving mm-hmm. bales of hay. <laughs> The country, I think the, this the, game's over. The Georgia, Georgia country, as opposed the to Georgia, Georgia country lineman that used to like chasing <laughs> rabbits and everything at a really big age, they're gonna get to the second level and it is gonna get nasty. Um, no I apology. think Georgia, and and the thing is, you were gonna say something so much smarter than me, Pablo. You should go. Oh no! I was go gonna ahead, say Georgia go is ahead. gonna. This game will be over by halftime. I don't. I don't think. I think it'll be fun all we talking about it. But I think Georgia is gonna put him in the dirt early, and I don't think Max Duggan has played a defense that's actually like capital G good yet. And I, I, I think he's about to, and he's gonna be in hell. Except for except for Texas, but he also that's put right. them in hell. Best analytic Texas. Texas. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think uh, I think it's gonna be the same. I mean, I, I think it's gonna be over by halftime um, because I don't think TCU has the capability to go out there and have Duggan throw darts like Stroud was doing to mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison Jr. in that first half. And they're just not going to be able to keep up as the game goes. I just I just can't see it. And I know that they rely on the big plays, but, like, Quint, there's no way Quentin's going off consistently because, I mean, a lot of – hit like, that one big play he had against, um, you know, in this last game, it was like – That was a fun play. It was, you know, a quick little out route, and he just turned it up the sideline. Like, you're not, you're not getting that kind of yeah. shit on Georgia. You know, you're just not going to get that. I think it'll be close. This could be a lot more. Dis- I think they'll play a much more disciplined game. Do you think it'll be close, Teach? I think it'll be close. I thought Georgia was going to do what y'all are saying to Ohio State, and they, and they didn't. And now I'm scared of the I'm scared of the defense, but I do agree. But they but but Ohio State had the makeup offensively to mm-hmm. do that. You know where like if you are going to counter a really physical defense, like you better have a damn really a really good quarterback who's probably going to go in the first round and an elite wide receiver. And buddy, do they have that? <laughs> yeah, well, and, you know, have that. That's true. TCU's TCU's whole flow is playing pretty sound football and waiting for you to fuck up real bad. That that's what's got them over the hump and happening. Yeah, and like games. and like look at like Duggan Duggan didn't even really play all that well last game. Like well. I mean, his stat line is not that impressive. I mean, I can pull it up, but like, it'll probably surprise you because you'll think he played better and, considering that they won. But two offensive and I don't touchdowns know if this were is given a, to him, basically. So that's true. Like, you got to consider that. And I don't know if this is like a rope a dope thing going on, but Kendra Miller is also listed as questionable for the they game right now too. So, yeah, so last game, last game against last game against Michigan, whose defense is good but not as good. Duggan went 14 yep. for 29 and threw two picks. Like, Damn, he's not even Quinn good. Yep. Yeah, so, <laughs> and, I mean, he, he 
And he averaged he ran the ball fifteen times and averaged only three point eight yards. Hey, and I would so, tell he did throw two touchdowns and he scored two touchdowns. But like that's it looks different when your offense is getting fourteen points. And the game. one word of advice I would have for Mr. Duggan is don't run the ball this game. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you saw what happened to Marvin Harrison's brother. Right. They're gonna because he doesn't slide. And, I mean, hell, even in that Michigan game, no, he was taking some hits in that Michigan game. Like. Can we talk about how nasty it was that the Michigan quarterback is coming out there being like, "Oh, the three, three, five. We're gonna, we're gonna be able to gash that thing, and we're gonna show the Big Twelve with the Big Ten nasty. football." Like, why would you like, do that to a team on, that man. already like, has the biggest chip on like, their shoulder, humanly possible? Mm-hmm. Like, and also showing right. people Big Ten and football like, is really why just would you, them to sleep. So, like, yeah, like why would you break? Like, yeah, you didn't see us kick <laughs> Rutgers ass. You don't know how yeah, we do things up look here. Look at some of those offenses. You know, in the it's Big crab team. cakes in football. That's what we do. Like. Go look Come at the on, offensive man. ranking like, of that Big Ten schedule they played. There, there's a reason they were elite all year. They played against some nasty ass people who are going to go pro in something other than sports. Enterprise Renacor. Well, we want y'all to let us know who y'all think are winning the big game. Uh, like I said, this will be our last episode before the Natty, so the Natty's coming up, uh, and we'll be back obviously to cover the Natty, and then we get into the best part of the season, which is the off season, and we're gonna go back and tell the elite lies on this podcast. And I'm very yes, excited. sir. We are back, and we were winning the off season for the sixth year in a row. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Keep it rolling. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe, and. There's no such thing as speak pipe because we never check it anyway. So don't go to speak pipe. Don't do that. No. Yeah. I just keep going to speak pipe five years Thanks from now. It'll be like a time capsule. You know, it'll, I'll we'll just give you my phone number. Y'all that. can just call me and I'll record our voicemails and I'll, I'll I will own this process. <laughs> Anything else All right. you got? That's hilarious. That's it. That's it. That's it. Good, man. Love y'all. Get out of here, y'all. Appreciate y'all. See you.